Hello, church, and welcome back to our Holy Week devotional. I personally have enjoyed listening and learning this week from different ministry leaders as well as some pastors on staff. On this Good Friday today, we're going to talk about the story of the Garden of Gethsemane. This particular story is found in Matthew 26, verses 36 through 46. It is also in some of the other uh, gospel accounts, and I'll give you uh, just that information if you want to look at Mark, Luke, and John for that information. This particular one is Matthew 26. So let me just set this up. This is after the Last Supper that Jesus had with his disciples, and so this is right before Jesus' arrest and his trial. This is found in Matthew 26, verses 36 through 46. Verse 36, Then Jesus went with them to the olive grove called Gethsemane, and he said, Sit here while I go over there to pray. Then he took Peter and Zebedee's two sons, James and John, and he became anguished and distressed. He told them, My soul is crushed with grief to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Jesus went on a little further and bowed with his face to the ground, praying, My father, if it is possible, let this cup of suffering be taken away from me. Yet I want your will to be done, not mine. Then he returned to his disciples and found them asleep. He said to Peter, Couldn't you watch with me even for one hour? Keep watch and pray so that you will not give in to temptation, for the spirit is willing, but the body is weak. Then Jesus left them a second time and prayed, My father, if this cup cannot be taken away unless I drink it, then your will be done. Then he returned to them again, and he found them sleeping, for they could not keep their eyes open. So he went to pray a third time, saying the same things again. Then he came back to his disciples and said, Go ahead and sleep. Have your rest. But look, the time has come. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Up, let's be going. Look, my betrayer is here. This is a pretty intense scene. Jesus here has the weight of the world on his shoulders. He was in agony. Luke 22, 44 says that Jesus' sweat was like drops of blood. He asked his trusted disciples to wait up with him and pray, but they fell asleep. It's obvious at this point that they fully didn't understand everything that was about to happen. The disciples did know that Jesus wanted them to stay up and pray, but they couldn't do that. They were tired, so the disciples fell asleep. Jesus went to the Father and prayed. He knew the importance of prayer. Here's a question I have for us. Has there ever been a time when you were prompted by the Lord and prayed and simply just brushed it off? Maybe you were too busy or too tired or you didn't fully understand what the Lord was wanting from you at that moment. I don't know if you have been in that situation, but I certainly have. The Lord put someone on my heart or brought a situation to my mind and I just brushed it off. Either I was too busy or I really didn't know what to do with the information the Lord had just shared with me. Then what happens to me often is a few weeks later I find out that the person I was just thinking about was sick 
or they were in the hospital or their family was going through a very tough season. Then after I find out that information, I think to myself, oh, Lord, oh my goodness, Lord, that is why you put them on my heart. I should have been praying for them. I can't believe my friend or someone in the church or a coworker, I can't believe that person needed me to pray and I just went on about my day. Praying in those moments can seem like a small deal to us, but praying to the Lord in those situations is a big deal to him. God thinks this is important, so I would encourage us to adjust this in our lives and make praying when he prompts us a big deal. The Lord puts those people on our heart so we can pray for them. He does not put them on my heart or your heart just so we can brush it to the side and go on about our day. Some of the most powerful prayers that I have had are the impromptu prayers that I've had throughout my day. Scripture says that we should pray without ceasing. I don't believe that our prayers need to last 24 hours, but I do think the Lord wants his children to be an attitude or a spirit of prayer all day long. Are we open to making this a part of our lives? We should pray, yes, when the Lord prompts us to pray. And I also want us to make prayer a regular habit or a regular routine in our lives. How would our lives be different if we spent more time in the presence of the Lord? Think about that. Would we be more loving, more caring, more forgiving? Would we have the peace that we so desperately want? I think the answer is absolutely yes, we would. The Lord is calling out to us saying, my son or my precious daughter, rest here in my peace. Jesus says in Matthew 11:28, come to me all who are tired and I will give you rest. Jesus wants us to draw close to him and the Lord is asking us to seek his face and pray. I would encourage you to go to the Lord and rest in him. So my two thoughts I wanna leave with you. Number one, when the Lord ask us to pray in that moment and then prompt to prayer, I would encourage you to do that. I would also encourage each of us to spend a regular time in our day in prayer. A lot of a lot of times it can be in the morning as we are starting the day or in the afternoon or the evening. Either way, I wouldn't make prayer either a time that we just regularly do, like a habit, and not have the impromptu prayer. I would do both. I would say, Lord, I'm gonna pray during this exact moment every single day as a routine, as a habit, and then I would also incorporate the impromptu prayers when the Holy Spirit puts something on your heart. Stop at that moment and say, Lord, I don't know this exact situation, but I am gonna lift them up or their family up in prayer. Church, I want to thank you for taking time out of your day and listening and being a part of this. Please join us tonight on this Good Friday for our worship night. Tonight we'll be taking communion at the church and we look forward to seeing you there. Church, God bless you.